Welcome to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I've changed the name to reflect where God is taking me, and that and that is to uplift, encourage, and minister to the whole body of Christ, not just part. I pray you enjoy this encouraging time in the Lord as I bring the word and bring truth to you and encourage you and pray for you. With much love in Christ, your friend, Suzanne. Thank you again for tuning in. Hi there, this is Suzanne. I'm here for Wednesday night teaching. We're still looking at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 about love. And the one we will go over tonight is love is not self-seeking. Basically, the word self-seeking is selfishness. Love is not selfish. Father, we thank you for your word that is truth. Thank you that you're rooting in, grounding it in our hearts. Open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear what the Spirit wants us to hear. We thank you, Father, for teaching us, for your Holy Spirit that teaches us all things. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And help us, Father, to grasp this about walking in love and what love really is, according to your word and not according to the world. In your precious name we pray. Amen. So, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5 where it says it is not self-seeking is not rude obviously that's part of selfishness is when someone's rude to you so is not self-seeking love is not self-seeking meaning having concern for one's own welfare and interests before those of others self-serving and some some of the words that are like that are self-obsessed or self-serving. You know, when we look in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs always has wisdom for us. Proverbs chapter 11 tells us, chapter 11, 25. Thank you, Lord. A generous person will be enriched, and the one who gives a drink of water will receive water. Let's see what this other translation says. Proverbs. Now, what I just read was out of the Christian Standard Bible. A generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters 
will also be watered himself. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So being generous is a huge benefit and also a fruit that someone is walking in love. just ask that you pray for for us to accomplish everything that we are charged with to accomplish. 1 Corinthians 10:24 says, "No one is to seek his own good, but the good of the other person." You know, those are really good words, and I have a lot of people who have, you know, always, "Oh, what do you think is um, you know, good advice and how to, how you're you've been able to uh, be married so long. Lord, anoint my mouth. We come against the agenda of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We break off every assignment right now in the name of Jesus. Let your word flow th- freely right now. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here in Jesus' name. Amen. I have had people ask to give advice on longevity of marriage. Jeff and I are celebrating in July. It'll be 40 years of marriage. And it has not been easy for either of us as you take two stubborn people and throw them into a marriage, add a few kids, and, you know, the stress of life, and and then see what you get. But the difference is, when we rely on the Lord, and we put each other first, instead of... Well, you didn't, you know, things like you didn't think about me when you did that. Or what? where's mine? Or, you know, what about me? And to me, a marriage goes so much, or any relationship does so much better. When you put the other person first and put them above yourself and you're not, seeking your own agenda and your own you know I need to get some of that first sometimes there are sacrifices and but it's well worth it to let go of some things and allow excuse me allow your partner your um, your spouse to Um, you know, go first or have it first or whatever the situation. Um, When we don't think of ourselves and we allow others to be lifted higher and we do it humbly 
and we learn and practice, we see how much happier people are in the family. Plus you're teaching your kids and your grandkids how to treat each other when you're being an example of walking in love and not selfishness. Always putting each other higher than the other person and not seeking your own pleasure or your own for your own benefit. Always putting the Lord first. First John chapter 3 verse 17. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. That one is good. Let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. That's so good. Thank you, Lord. That was verse 18. Second Timothy three verse two For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers without self control, brutal, without love for what is good. Now this is describing what will happen in the end times. Because verse 1 says, but know this, hard times will come in the last days. So we're being careful to lift others up before us. Not self-seeking or self-centered or selfish. being considerate of others. And that's what love is. You think about what Jesus did on the cross for us. He didn't have to do that for us. He could have thought of himself and spared the pain, spared all of the grief and the, and the, the inconvenience, basically. And said, nope, I'm not doing it. For, the, for these people but he did he did it so he put us above himself thinking about us Acts chapter 20 verse 24 but I consider my life of no value to myself my purpose is to finish my course and the ministry I receive from the Lord Jesus 
to testify to the gospel of God's grace. Consider yourself of no value, but to put someone else above you. In every way, I've shown you that it is necessary to help the weak by laboring like this and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, because he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And that's in Acts 20, verse 35. So when we put into action these things, we will see a difference in, number one, our attitude, and number two, those who are on the receiving end of that attitude, because it becomes an attitude of selflessness, where we are no lo- it is no longer us, but we are laying ourselves down for others. Some people ask, well, why would you do that? Well, why don't you ask first responders? Why are you putting yourself in harm's way? Or the military, the infantry even, the guys who go, you know, they have a mission. They're thinking, obviously not of their safety or of themselves. They're thinking of the freedoms that they are fighting for and first responders you know they go into fires or they go into a dangerous situation where there's gunfire or you know and they have families and they're not doing it for selfish reasons they're doing it for the safety of the community they're doing it because they're putting the safety of the community um, as their number one priority or the person who is in danger, they're thinking of that person in in danger so that they can um, spare a life or help someone um, who might lose a limb and or lose their house or all of their worldly possessions. And at that moment in time, they're not thinking of their own safety or their own possessions or their own family. Because if they were to be injured or die during one of these rescues or one of these responses that they make, You know, it's the family that's going to lose them and be left behind. They're putting others above themselves. And for that matter, the family is also sacrificing um, their loved one who is a first responder. And they understand the call and they understand the need to help their community. Jesus had that call on his life. Excuse me. So we're looking at James 3.16. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder 
and every evil practice. So when we walk in selfishness, self-seeking, it says right here in James 3.16 that there is every disorder and every evil practice, every evil thing So, James, this is so good for us to learn to walk outside of ourselves and not be self-seeking, but rather to love those around us is to sacrifice ourselves. Mark chapter 12. Now I do these podcasts and I know I don't sound like your typical preacher because I'm not a typical preacher. I'm not one that I I study and I look up scripture for these podcasts. But I want to keep it simple. So we're understanding what God is wanting us to be like. And it's all about discipleship. It's not about anything else. We need to learn to walk as Jesus walked. And learn to get the principles that, that when you first come to the Lord or you rededicate your life to the Lord, these are things that are basics. And the basics get lost sometimes in, in with new movements, you know, what's what's going on and in, in the world. But to come back to the basics and just learn how to walk in love. And sometimes it's just those simple things that God will use to bring somebody into the kingdom because you have walked in in love and not selfishness. Mark chapter 12, verse 31. The second is, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. And love your neighbor as yourself. So here you are. How do you love yourself? Do you pamper yourself? Do you get all the good you know the good foods do you get the good clothes and the name brands and um, I mean think about how you take care of yourself and here it is love your neighbor as yourself that's something to think about is when we love our neighbors as ourselves. And who's our neighbor? That's another thing to think about. Who is your neighbor? Anyone who's in need, anyone that you meet at the grocery store, anyone that, um, you know, you pass, or um, someone who lives right across the street. Someone you know across the world. And they call you at the wee hours of the morning needing prayer. 
that is your neighbor. Thank you, Lord. We're in Proverbs 18. These are all good scriptures to mark up in your Bible, to write down, to meditate on. One scripture that I love the most about meditation is the one that talks about when Mary, it says, and Mary pondered on these things. And so for Mary to think about the things that had just happened, the things that were just, she wanted to ponder on those things. And so I think of the scripture that comes to mind to just sit and ponder on some of this stuff. And when we sit and ponder, I may bring the scripture to you or another preacher might bring them to you in a sermon. When we ponder on it, God makes it personal and he will talk to you about that particular scripture when you sit and you ponder on these things. Proverbs 18.1 One who isolates himself pursues selfish desires. He rebels against all sound wisdom. One who isolates himself. So we weren't meant for isolation. We were meant for uh, fellowship. I mean, remember the last podcast when I talked about God said that it's not good that man be alone. And sure, he made Eve after that. But just those words, you ponder on those words. And God said, it is not good for man to be alone. And you think about that. Why is it that it's not good for us to be alone? Because number one, when we have brothers and sisters in the Lord and we share with them some things we're going through, they can see things that we can't see we are so close and so clouded by what's happening to us so it's good to have fellowship and to have brothers and sisters who will pray with you and who will lay hands on you and give you a hug and and just say hey you know what we're with you on this and we're going to get through this it is not good because when you're isolated then you're you're set with your own desires and your own thoughts And sometimes those thoughts aren't of God. I've struggled too. We've all been there where we've had that time of isolation. And sure, it's okay to get away um, from the crowds and, and from ministry or just from people just for a time. Just to regroup and to refresh. And sometimes you have to do that. But to stay in isolation is not a good thing. To be constantly away from other Christians is not a good thing. And I understand if people can't get out. But um, even talking to somebody on the phone or when somebody comes to visit you and having fellowship then that's considered, you know, fellowship. I'm talking about someone who 
totally just shuts up everything, won't have contact with anybody, doesn't answer the phone, doesn't go out, doesn't allow people to visit them. That's true isolation. We are looking at Psalm 119, verse 36. Turn my heart to your decrees and not... Oh, I don't know what that one is about. Oops, that must be from a different study. Sorry. Let's just move on to Romans and then we'll we'll go on from there. Romans chapter 2 verse 8. But wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. <clears throat> Let me read the verses before. We'll start at verse 6. He will repay each one according to his works. Eternal life to those who, by persistence in doing good, seek glory, honor, and immorality immortality but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness wow that one is worth underlining so that's actually verses 6 through 8 Look at Romans 12:10. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Outdo one another in showing honor. And Romans 15 verses 2 and 3. Each one of us is to please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself. On the contrary, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. And we already discussed this earlier. Jesus did this dying on the cross to, for us. He did not, it was not self-seeking for him to lay his life down. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone, in verse 4, everyone should look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Ooh, that's good. And jump down to verses 19 through 21. Now I hope in the Lord Jesus 
to send Timothy to you soon, so that I, too, may be encouraged by news about you. For I have no one else like-minded who will genuinely care about your interests. All seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray that you root it and ground it in our hearts. Help us to meditate on it. Help us to walk in love and not self-seeking and and selfishness but to think highly of others and to raise up others higher than ourselves that you might be exalted that they might wonder why we are different so that we can share with them that Jesus is the reason we thank you father for this time that we've had together to share your word we thank you that you will root it deeply in our hearts thank you for guiding our feet into the paths of righteousness help us to keep on the straight and narrow in your precious and holy name i pray lord amen and amen thank you for tuning in god bless you Thank you so much for tuning in to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I pray the Lord keep you and the Lord guide you. Make his face shine upon you as he goes before you, as he surrounds you, as he provides for you, as he is faithful. We thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We bless the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.